After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Tonight, we have two performers. One is the original star of A Time for Music number one, and the other was in kindergarten at the time. <laughs> Yet, this odd couple somehow managed to become the perfect couple when they step onto the stage together tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a joyful and electrifying evening. Sit back and enjoy the show.
J.M. and the A.M. Shalshelis Jr. with Hema. Off of Shalshelis Jr. Volume Number 2. Mutti Steinmetz had Bishame. Off of the Sheer Double CD. Yehuda Green's Hashivenu Ana Hashem done by a Simcha Liner. MS, that's Benny Friedman. Both Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman are not only in the Hask lineup January the 11th, they are both expected to be speaking with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Both Benny Friedman and Simcha Liner are scheduled to check in between 8 and 9 o'clock this morning here at JM in the AM. You heard Marek Cohen, which opened up the Time for Music number 23. The Hask concert memories keep flowing in as we get closer and closer to this year's event. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Wednesday on this December 3rd, day 11 in the month of Kislev, the year 5775. Tufshin I and Hay, 42 degrees outside with 96% humidity. Winds are west at 2 miles per hour. Showers today with a high temperature of 51. Then tonight, mostly clear, low 33. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature 43 degrees. Right now, Yerushalayim is at 81, Tel Aviv at 73, Haifa at 72, and a lot at 86 degrees. We're at 42 here in Jersey City as we say good morning on a Wednesday at JM in the AM. Well, the date you want to circle on the calendar... The target date for brand new elections, the 17th of March. I think we're right in the middle of our fundraising marathon, right? If I'm not mistaken, we're going to be right in the middle of our JM and the AM fundraising marathon when the uh, Israeli elections take place. The, um, the headline from the Jerusalem Post, preliminary Knesset dispersal bill passes 84 to nothing. And uh, sure enough, the, um, the brand new elections will take place March the 17th of 2015. That's what's scheduled to happen. So let's see. Let's get a perspective on the calendar here. Purim, I think, is what? Purim is the 6th? Purim is the 5th. Purim is Thursday, March 5th. Our fundraising marathon begins on Monday, March the 9th. And the following Tuesday, Tuesday the 17th, the election takes place. Ooh, maybe we'll do an election special after JM and the AM that day. I'm already thinking of, <laughs> of how this is going to impact what we present uh, coming up on the 17th of March. Uh, according to the New York Times, uh, Isabel Kirshner writes the uh, article, Netanyahu fires ministers and calls for elections in a decisive move after days of intense political bickering. Prime Minister Netanyahu of Israel fired his centrist finance and justice ministers Tuesday and called for the dissolution of parliament and early elections. I will no longer tolerate opposition from within the government, Netanyahu said in a televised news conference that signaled the opening of his re-election campaign. He essentially accused Yair Lapid, the finance minister, and Tzipi Livni, the justice minister, of making the country ungovernable with their frequent public criticism of his policies in recent weeks. With the firings, the occasional quarreling and simmering tensions that have characterized the 20-month-old coalition government broke into an all-out shouting match as Netanyahu, seeking to move the nation toward the right, used harsh language to criticize his rivals. And they responded in kind. Remember, this is the New York Times writing. Uh, the divide between Netanyahu, the leader of the conservatively Likud Party, and the centrist parties in the government widened after the breakdown of American-brokered peace negotiations with the Palestinians in the spring. In addition, Livni and Lapid have denounced Netanyahu's announcements of settlement construction plans, blaming him for inviting international condemnation. Lately, centrists have clashed with Netanyahu over his backing of a hardline 
version of a nationality bill emphasizing Israel's Jewish character above its democratic principles, and Netanyahu began sparring with Lapid over economic policies. In a blistering speech at an energy conference Tuesday, Lapid, leader of Yesh Atid, a major coalition member, accused Netanyahu of forcing unnecessary elections and castigated him for the damage to Israel's relations with the U.S. because of patronizing and at times insulting behavior. Lapid said these elections are not about a particular issue, not about security, and not about society. He and Livni, the leader of Hatuna, of Hatnua, that's funny, Hatuna, there should be a Hatuna party, the leader of the smaller Hatnua party, described their firings as an act of cowardice. The early elections and the heated disputes that led to the fall of the government threatened to disrupt the country yet again in a year in which it fought a 50-day war with the militant group Hamas in Gaza, in which Secretary of State Kerry failed in his efforts to broker Israeli-Palestinian peace, and in which Israel has been forced to confront a new surge of deadly violence, including the murders of four Israelis in a synagogue. So that's part of the way the New York Times describes the end of this Israeli government and the call for elections. Again, elections march. The 17th, yeah, it is. I'll tell you, the Israeli government has a way of really giving us material for our program, right? No question about it. And now we'll follow closely as this campaign kicks off. And we have um, uh, three months, actually three and a half months, of uh, watching people accuse everybody else of, of everything and you know all that stuff. The, the way that elections work, I think we're used to it already, no matter what country you're in. JM in the AM Wednesday at 19 minutes before the hour. Now, this is one of those days where we're going to be behind schedule, I guarantee you, because we have great guests coming up today, and that usually means <laughs> that I keep them longer than I should, and we'll uh, and we'll probably uh, end up uh, doing this uh, doing this program uh, on the run, so to speak. Uh, from one guest to the next. We do have Rabbi Gwertz coming in, partners in Torah, with another landmark event. Uh, we will talk about their big weekend coming up and uh, how special their organization is. They're really amazing. Uh, Shlomo Zwickler is supposed to stop by. Speaking of Jerusalem and now this latest news, uh, we've got a dinner coming up on January the 6th. And uh, we'd love for that room to be filled in support of Northeast Jerusalem and the great Beit Road community and its yeshiva. Uh, so he is scheduled to join us as well. And as I said, both Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman are scheduled to join us with a Hask update. Uh, it, the lineup is insane on January the 11th, and they are two of the reasons. And we're supposed to hear from them in the 8 o'clock hour, which should be a lot of fun. We'll play their music, obviously, and that should be a lot of fun. So plenty coming up. If you keep it right here at JM in the AM, we are broadcasting live from the uh, Sonia and Robert Gold Studios here in Jersey City, 17 minutes before the hour. And this is brand new from the Weinrib Brothers. It's time for Shachris. Get up. There's no mitzvah to be late, you know. Come on, get up now. No. All right, here we go.
J.M. in the A.M., Wednesday morning at two minutes before seven o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in from around the world. Don't forget the NSN app gives you the opportunity to listen from anywhere and gives you the chance to actually comment on any show that's happening during the show. And by the way, what a number of comments we get during the nine at nine, Tuesday nights at nine p.m., then repeated at 10 a.m. on Wednesday is the nine at nine with uh, Yussi Zweig. I haven't even looked to see how the top nine songs ended up last evening. I really should check. It's pretty easy because usually it's just posted on Facebook and pretty easy to keep track. Uh, but a lot of interaction. I want to thank everybody who um, who participates. Ari Goldwag's got a bunch. Well, not a bunch, but he's got a couple. He's got a couple in the top nine, and I see that uh, God Elbaz and Nachas... Barry Weber is still in there. Yussi Green. We just played him in a moment ago. So the top nine filled with uh, the most recent and incredible uh, selections. You'll hear Yussi's Wag at 10 o'clock this morning with an encore presentation of the top nine at nine. Coming up on jmnam.org and then he'll do the live lunch at 11 a.m. He's always got uh, brand new music and a whole bunch of concert information. And um, that'll happen on our stream today at jmtheam.org. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. Mazel tov to uh, my niece and brand new nephew. We had the opportunity to have Shever Brachas together last evening, which uh, Stacy Siegel and Gail Weintraub and a whole bunch of wonderful relatives and friends hosted in our home. So to um, Danielle and Daniel Katz, we say Mazal Tov. And, of course, uh, we were just thrilled to again celebrate with the Katz and Markowitz families. It was just a wonderful event last night. A uh, An extra special thank you to Stacy Siegel. It was really a wonderful Shevard Brachas, and uh, thank God we get to celebrate Smachot. We get to celebrate Simchas together. Everybody out there should continue to celebrate Simchas together. A lot of challenging news, a lot of challenging things that happen on a regular basis. We see this uh, terrible accident that uh, happened in Borough Park yesterday, and uh, we thank God for every moment. That's the way to do it. Uh, news from Israel is coming up, and yes, the date we're now focusing on is Tuesday, the 17th of March. That's the day of new elections in the state of Israel. Unbelievable. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Today's one of those days we're going to be way behind schedule. I know it. We have great guests today. Rabbi Gortz coming in from Partners in Torah, Shlomo Zwickler from Yerushalayim, and Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman scheduled to check in. J.M. and A.M. News from Israel next. מליאת הכנסת ישרה בצהריים בקריאה טרומית את החוק לפיזור הכנסת. 84 חקים הצביעו בעד, אחד נמנע ואיש לא התנגד. השר יובל שטייניץ תקף שם בחריפות את שר האוצר המפוטר יאיר לפיד. הגברת ריקי כהן מחדרה תופסת היום את הראש בתנועה כזו ואומרת למה הלכתי שולל ולמה נתתי 19 מנדטים 
למפלגת אווירה, היא עכשיו מבינה מה קורה שנותנים לבלורית לנהל את הכלכלה הלאומית. ואילו השרה המפוטרת ציפי לבני יצאה לפני כן במתקפה קשה על ראש הממשלה נתניהו. האמת היא שיש לנו ראש ממשלה שמפחד. ראש ממשלה שמפחד משריו, מפחד עוד יותר מהעולם החיצוני, והכלי שלו להתמודד עם הפחדים שלו עובר דרך נאומים. הבעיה היא רק שמול הבעיות האמיתיות של מדינת ישראל, מול האיומים שמסביב, נאומים לא עוזרים, לפעמים ההפך. שדרן הספורט זוהר בעלול שוקל ערוץ בבחירות הקרובות ברשימת מרץ. יעל דן שוחה איתו היום. יכול להיות שאולי מעבר לפוליטיקה יאפשר לי להיכנס לאוקיינוס הגועש והרועש הזה ולנסות אולי ליצור איזשהו שיח חדש שלא היה קיים, כי נדמה לי שאף אחד לא, לא אימץ אותו באופן הנכון. כתבנו עידו בן בג'י מוסר שהבוקר סוכם את ראשי הסיעות כי הבחירות יערכו ביום שלישי, 17 במרס 2015, כ"ו באדר תשע"ה. עוד בחדשות, המפכ"ל דנינו וכמה קציני משטרה בכירים הגיעו בצהריים לביקור תנחומים בבית משפחתו של השוטר זידן סייף, שנרצח בפיגוע בהר נוף. כתבנו קובי מנדל. הוא מסר להוריו ולאלמנתו של השר זיידן, אשר נהרג בפיגוע בשכונת הר נוף בירושלים, כרית חלל ובאשמו, דרגותיו וסמלי יחידת התנועה בשירת. בדבריו אמר רב ניצב יוחנן דנינו כי בולט את גבורתו של זיידן, אשר בהתנהגותו שיקף את ערכיה ומטרותיה של משטרת ישראל בצורה מעוררת כבוד. נערה בת 17 מפתח תקווה התלוננה כי נאנסה אמש בשכונת אם המושבות בעיר. לדבריה גבר זר התנפל עליה כשחזרה לביתה מבילוי, גרר אותה לאזור מבודד ושם ביצע בה את זממו. כתבתנו עדה שטייף מוסרת שנפתחה החקירה והמשטרה מחפשת אחר חשוד במעשה. מנהל הפועל פתח תקווה עופר צברי שוחרר למעצר בית. כתבתנו שרון פולבר. צברי שוחרר בהסכמת המשטרה לחמישה ימי מעצר בית מלא, כאשר יש כוונה להגיש נגדו כתב אישום בין היתר בגין תקיפת שוטרת, קרימת חבלה חמורה וסיכון חיי אדם בנתיב תחבורה. במקביל אלרועי ידאי, האוהד שתקף את ערן זהבי בדרבי התל אביבי, שוחרר אף הוא למעצר בית מלא, לאחר שנדחה בעניין זה אירועה של המדינה. התחזית היום חם מהרגיל, בסוף השבוע תחול התקררות. ולסיום, הודעה למאזיני גלגלצ באזור תל אביב והמרכז. מעתה ניתן להאזין לשידורי גלגלצ גם בתדר 93.5 FM. זאת בנוסף, כמובן, לתדר המוכר והוותיק 91.8. האזנה נפלאה. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Nine minutes after the hour on a Wednesday. That's the um, Ellie Friedman selection, a single that was released entitled Ashrei HaMelech. Uh, the reviews are coming in from the Jew in the City event last night. Allison Josephs, hold your head high. <laughs> We're getting amazing reports about the Jew in the City event last night at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in Manhattan. I mean, we knew with the list of honorees and the fact that the majority of them were... Uh, Actually coming in for the event and everything would be great. And uh, from what we hear, it was in fact a great event. And we say ashikach to uh, Allison and her staff and what I'm sure it's a limited staff because, um, she's such a powerhouse. Probably gets most of everything done herself. Um, but tomorrow, I am sure that at some point during tomorrow's presentation of Jew in the City Speaks, which is on at 10 o'clock Eastern time on our stream, she will review the event and talk about some of the highlights from last night. So Kolakavod and Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Coming up, a whole bunch of great guests this morning here. We'll, uh, we'll get to both Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman, which is exciting. They're both part of the lineup for Hask, which is slated for the um, 11th of January. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Um, Shlomo Zwickler is going to stop by January the 6th, the Beit Road dinner. Is it important to continue to support the yeshiva and neighborhood of Beit Road to northeast Jerusalem? Oh, yes. We'll talk about that. Rabbi Ellie Gwertz, Partners in Torah, has a major weekend coming up, and they're recognizing some amazing partners in Torah, so we'll talk about that. And, of course, the elections have been called in Israel, and you know what that means. <laughs> Campaigns are tedious, 
usually unwelcome and sometimes difficult to watch and observe. But for some reason, (laughs) people like myself are fascinated by them. So we get to watch now over the next three and a half months as Israel goes through the campaign process. March 17th is the magical date. That's Tuesday, the 26th of Adar. That's right. Israel will go into Pesach with a new prime minister or with a, you know, a refreshed prime minister's house or office. Who knows if it'll be a new prime minister or not. JM in the AM, Michael Rollhouse, who's been an amazing friend of this show for a long, long time, sent us, and I've mentioned this before, he sent us an email. He's doing a 140-story stair climb for IDF soldiers. He's doing the three buildings of the Israeli Towers on December the 12th, 42, 46, and 52 floors. That's the three buildings. Uh, you could uh, check out the website. He's doing it for standing together, supporting IDF soldiers wherever they are. And uh, the website is S Together. That's letter S Together.org, letter S Together.org. Speaking of Israel, yesterday we uh, announced the uh, amazing and incredible tour to Israel that we're going to be uh, running, be part of, that we're going to be broadcasting from during the summer of 2015. If you go to NahumSiegel.com, Right there, right away, first link, right side of the page, you'll see a picture of me at the Maratha Machpelah. That is the link to get all the information regarding uh, Keshet travel and Ariel tours. We're going to make sure that we're going to get to Israel uh, for an amazing trip and have an absolutely amazing tour in Israel. So if you'd like information about joining in and making us part of your summer vacation, uh, you click on that uh, link, which you'll find again. You'll see the photo, top right, uh, com. And we will welcome you and, um, and can't wait for an amazing journey. We've had a, we've had two incredible summers in a row. For those of you who have the, uh, the ability to tune in during the summer, you could attest to the fact that we've had two incredible summers in a row on the air. Uh, and we are looking for a third. We're looking for the hat trick. And uh, this time around, you'll be participating by being part of the trip. And part of our broadcast from the Holy Land. Very much looking forward to it. Showers today with a high temperature of 51. Clear skies tonight, low 33. And mostly sunny for tomorrow with a high of 43 degrees. We're at 81 in Yerushalayim. 42 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM the AM. Reminder that a week from today on Wednesday, December the 10th, the Winning Edge 2014. This is what we discussed with Yitzhak Saflis the other day. From Bottom Line Marketing Group, Innovative Minds at an Executive Leadership Conference. It'll be a full day of presentations, networking, and solutions to get ahead in the business world. Information, go to winningedge2014.com, winningedge2014.com, or dial 718-412-3508, 8. They have again put together an amazing business conference, in this case filled with uh, incredible presenters uh, for our community. So you want to check that out and get ready to uh, participate. It's a week from today, our very own Miriam L. Wallach, our very own by Goldwasser, and of course a whole host of other presenters are part of it a week from today. More coming up. Here's Yisrael Amar at JM in the AM.
Shlomo Simcha Asay Laman, a great Kalbach selection, of course, off of the Fusion CD. Yisrael Amar had Hilulat Sadikim off of Bayom Hahu here at JMDM. 22 minutes after 7 o'clock, third hour this morning, both Benny Friedman and Simcha Liner is scheduled to check in, which is pretty cool. Looking forward to that. On the... Um, on the 7th of December, this coming Sunday at the Agudas Yisrael of Staten Island, the Zichon Shlomo Rafua Fund invites you in an evening of inspiration with Mrs. Yael Kaysman, noted educator and counselor on the topic of finding favor in each other's eyes. Zichon Shlomo Rafua Fund presents this Sunday at the Agudas Yisrael of Staten Island at 46 Birchard Avenue. Uh, program begins at the 7.30 p.m. Um, information, you can contact the Agudas Yisrael of Staten Island or the Zichron Shlomo 
Rafua Fund. Kudos to New York City Controller Scott Stringer. Last night he held the Jewish Heritage and Culture event at the Surrogates Courthouse in New York City. I was not able to be there because of the family simcha. But a um, a big thank you to Scott Stringer. He is one of the people in government who are uh, who are real mention and um, vote for holding an event like that last evening. Believe me, the community very much appreciates it. want to remind everybody the Congregation Talmud Torah Flatbush continues to uh, provide an amazing lecture series. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, the rabbi of the Bialystoker Synagogue, this coming Saturday night at 8 p.m., is being featured at Congregation Talmud Torah Flatbush on the topic of From the Casebook of the Beisdin, Unusual Stories and Issues in Contemporary Conversion. Now, the, uh, Alan Blumenthal was in touch with me and um, informed me, and I heard this from a variety of a number of people, that that this lecture series is now getting between 250 and 300 people each Saturday night. It's amazing. So uh, you have an opportunity this coming Saturday night to hear her by Ram. He is he is incredible, and that starts at 8 p.m. at the Congregation Talmud Torah Flatbush, 1305 Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J in Brooklyn, New York. And right near a whole bunch of great restaurants, by the way. So <laughs> we learned that last Saturday night when we were at the Kitchen Click in Brooklyn. A lot of places to go enjoy a Malava de Malka afterwards. So go and uh, be educated and then uh, and then enjoy. Uh, the entire community is invited to attend Maya Note's annual day of study in the liberal arts and sciences on Thursday, December the 25th, Maya Note Yeshiva High School who are doing an amazing job in Teaneck, New Jersey, from 9.30 in the morning until 12.30 on Thursday, December the 25th, are hosting their annual day of study in the liberal arts and sciences. The program begins with Dr. Julie Goldstein, chair of Maya Notes Jewish History Department. The topic is Isaac's Ashes, the startling representation of children in Jewish culture. The keynote address will be followed by different sessions on advanced topics in the liberal arts and sciences. Uh, you'll be able to uh, hear lectures uh, regarding the uh, uh, regarding Tanakh, Talmud, Jewish history, science, Hebrew, whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of uh, different topics. Jewish attitudes towards secular studies throughout the ages, age, and the perception of time. Uh, Megillat Ruth and Shakespeare's Othello. Really, really nice topics, and all that is happening uh, on the 25th of December. Information contact Mayanot Yeshiva High School at 201. 833-4307-201-833-4307. And speaking of great high schools in the Teaneck, New Jersey area, our friends at TABC have announced their big dinner, and I believe it's earlier than usual. I think last year the dinner was in March. This year the TABC 32nd annual dinner is going to be happening on January the 4th, Sunday night, January the 4th, at Keter Torah on Romer Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Honorees this year. Uh, Leanne and ETL Foreman, they're the guests of honor. The service honoree, Norman Blumenthal, a big uh, favorite over at TABC. And Eitan Blumen is the Alumni Service Awardee uh, from the class of 2006. Information, you can contact TABC and its uh, main office in Teaneck at 201-837-7696, 201-837-7696. And yesterday we wished a Mazel Tov to Shani and Ellie Hagler on the brand-new baby boy. I believe his name, I believe he's being called Joey, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I just wanted to point out that in the Jewish press from last week, dated November the 28th, there was a phenomenal article, Batya Rosner, 
put a phenomenal article uh, together about Ellie Hagler and the OU Jewish Reaction Show, which is heard Tuesdays here on the Nahum Siegel Network, jmnam.org. And I just wanted to point that out. If you have the paper, it is worth the reading, and I'm sure it's available online uh, in a variety of places at this point. So check that out. Uh, Ellie Hagler, Koleka votes you. And speaking of uh, today on our stream, jmnam.org, don't forget that the, uh, uh, that coming up, uh, nine o'clock this morning is, um, where are we here? Give me a second. Coming up at nine o'clock this morning on jmandtheam.org, uh, you get an opportunity to listen to the Beyond Milk and Honey program, which this week we feature an amazing author from Israel, a great cookbook author. She did something unique in terms of, uh, in terms of the uh, the recipes that she put together from all different Jewish cultures from around the world. Uh, you can, I think you can only do that in Israel, by the way, because as she pointed out, that's where all the Jewish cultures around the world you know, ended up. And um, Aaron Leibowitz joins us from Hashgacha Pratit, as somebody who's trying to, in a very sensitive and educational manner, trying to change both the reality and the perception of Kashrus and the Kashrus industry in Israel. Very interesting conversation, all on the program entitled Beyond Milk and Honey, coming up at uh, 9 o'clock this morning, right after jmandtheam.org. And I remind you that our by Steve Berg uh, is going to be doing the community roundtable this morning at the 9.30. Uh, he'll, sp- he'll discuss the need for coming together on a communal level to fight abuse, as well as the need for greater unity amongst the Jewish people. Uh, he will reference his op-ed that uh, appeared in the Jewish Week this past week on a very important topic. That's coming up between 9.30 and 10. Then, of course, Yossi's Zweig takes over with the top nine at nine and our live lunch. Nefesh Benefesh invites everybody to Aliyah planning workshops for empty nesters. If you're an empty nester, Nefesh Benefesh wants to meet you in the New York and New Jersey area this coming weekend. They'll be in Bergen County at the Crown Plaza in Englewood, 10 o'clock this coming Sunday. They'll be in Queens, 7 p.m. this coming Sunday at the Hilton, New York, at JFK Airport. Uh, it's time for the empty nesters to learn more about your future life in Israel. nbn.org.il, nbn.org.il slash USA. That's where you could register for a workshop. And again, we are highly recommending them. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We say every day in the Shemona Esrei, the silent prayer of 18 blessings, Hashem We ask Hashem to bless this year. Rabbi Avram, the son of the Vilna Goin, asks an interesting question. What is the reason that we say this particular tefillah every day? We know that the din of Rosh Hashanah, the din for the entire year, was already decreed at Rosh Hashanah time. However, we learn that even though a person is judged on Rosh Hashanah, the crops, the fruits, the water, everything is judged, each one in its proper time. Still, we should remember that each and every day a person is judged, and that judgment could change. At Rosh Hashanah time, a person is close to Hashem. And therefore, that's the reason why the Gezerah for good is then announced.
because there is a great abundance of blessing bestowed upon the earth from heaven. However, afterwards, it's possible that we have become distant from Hashem, and then the din, the decree could be changed from good to otherwise. Like it says in Chazal, whoever defiles their mouth, even if the decree went out for 70 years of good, they can all be changed for bad. This is the reason that the name is called Shana, because every year, the days of the year, Shoyne Hadin Shel Today's decree can be different than yesterday's decree. It is established according to the Masim, according to the deeds of the creations on each and every day. This is the reason why we ask, and bless our years, according to those good years. It means to those years, to those times when we change from good to even better, to toiva and to bracha. A man once came to the great of Simcha Bonav Pejischa. He complained that many times after davening, he has severe headaches. Rav Simcha Bonim answered him, What does davening have to do with the head? Tefillah is a service of the heart, not a labor of the head. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning physic. Have a nice day.
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning. I told you that to, that's Miami, of course. Your Achmiel begun Miami Boys Choir with Gale. I told you today is going to be one of those days that we're going to be completely behind schedule. It always happens when we have great guests, and today is one of those days where we have some unbelievable events and great people to speak with. One of them is in our studio. Rabbi Ellie Gwertz is here. Those of you who are familiar with Rabbi Gwertz know that he has been associated with Partners in Torah for a very, very long time, an organization that at one time was quite small and just building and now has turned into a massive powerhouse in this country. Partners in Torah has a winter retreat coming up in Stamford at the Plaza Hotel starting December the 26th. We'll talk about that weekend. We'll talk about that historic Shabbos. They're inviting Rabbi Yisrael Mayor Lau and a whole bunch of incredible speakers to be part of it. But first, let's get an update regarding Partners in Torah. Rabbi Eli Gewurz, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, Nachem. Glad to be here. I appreciate that. First of all, in your case, I always have to mention the phone number first, because there are people listening right now who don't realize that if they are, if they consider themselves undereducated, not quite sure what term to use, if they consider themselves a novice when it comes to Torah, you give them the option to match up with somebody who's willing to study with them on the phone every single week. Half hour, hour, 15 minutes, let them do whatever they want. Uh, that's number one. Plus, there are people in this audience who don't realize that they could be mentors. They could actually be the other partner, the one who sits and studies on the phone 15, 30, 45 minutes, whatever it is each week, and really changes the life of somebody out there here, here in the United States and their family. Partners in Torah has changed so many families over the years. What is this magic phone number for either a potential partner on one side or the other? It's 1-800-STUDY-42. That's one 800 stu D-Y, the number four, and then the number two. The second thing is, uh, I, I often start when you're here with the following. What are we up to? How many partnerships is Partners in Torah in, up up until 2014 now responsible for? Uh, with the tremendous help of Hashem, we've exceeded 61,000 partners. Uh, there are 61,000. Not active currently. But I'm saying, yeah. who have passed through, but many of them are still active. Of course. Right? A lot of them. I mean, thousands are active. About approximately 8,000 people are currently active. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, a lot of it has to do when with... When you were first here, which would be what, 15, 20 years ago? What were uh, the numbers back then? Was it 100 people? There were 100, a few hundred people at different times have been here. And uh, you've given us a tremendous opportunity to spread the word. And uh, You actually get people from this. <laughs> there will be people calling 1-800-STUDY-42. And obviously there's a website, partnersintorah.org. Torah with an H at the end, if you're not as familiar with how we do it in the English language. Partnersintorah.org where they can sign up. And uh, it's just remarkable. I don't know who could have predicted this, that this concept which is a nice little concept, you know, of matching people up in the old Chavrusa style, but with the modern twist of it being on the phone. I don't know whoever would have suspected did you get to this point. So, uh, cer- Certainly not myself. It's really amazing. Uh, I didn't imagine that there would be such a tremendous interest. And uh, it's fascinating that there's people from literally all over the world, but, but primarily in North America, that don't have the opportunity to connect with with any type of Torah learning, and more importantly, with, uh, with any uh, Jewish person that they can consider their best friend. Right. You actually have partners involved in Partners in Torah 
who don't have another Jew for miles within where they live. Miles, sometimes sometimes 50 miles. Right. Yeah. So this is their connection to the quote-unquote Jewish world. It's their lifeline. For right. so many people, they they have no other way of connecting. Right. And What well, we claim to do on a wholesale basis, you're doing on a retail basis, literally being the connection to the Jewish world for a lot of people out there. Simple uh, as that. I'd rather consider it a partnership. What do you mean? Between you and me. Oh, you and me, we're a partnership, right? Yeah. Well, wholesale and retail go together usually, you know, at some point. <laughs> at some point they meet. Right? Ellie Gwertz is in our studio. Okay, we're going to talk about the event. And like I said, we have a million guests today and a lot of things to do, but we, we got to focus, well, we'll focus on the event in a moment. You actually, um, went ahead and proposed to your tens of thousands of partners to nominate their partner, why their partner should be recognized by your organization. Tell me how that worked. Right. So, um, you know, we're, we're at the uh, retreat, which you'll be talking about in a few minutes. Right. Uh, we, we're having a dinner on Motzah Shabbos. It's a, it's, instead of a Malava Malka, it is going to be a Malava Malka, right. but it's going to be a little bit more formal. And we're going to be presenting a few awards to some people you may know, such as uh, Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld. Rabbi Schoenfeld, why, was he at the beginning of Partners in Torah? Rabbi Schoenfeld was the, the uh, rabbi in Twin Rivers, New Jersey. Uh, That's it, how far back you go? That's how far With back. With this whole concept? Well, what happened was when uh, when Rabbi Schoenfeld, actually he was in partnership with uh, Rabbi Shalom Zisk and uh, Zechorin Alvracha, uh, and um, when they when they left Twin Rivers, I somehow uh, I couldn't fill their shoes, but I stepped in, uh, moved into the com- relatively or should I say completely non-observant community. What year was this? Nineteen eighty. Six. Wow. And I just uh, remind, I remind this audience. Sorry, for, 1983. 1983. Yeah. I remind this audience so that they can reference it properly. Rabbi Schoenfeld is our Pesach Products Rabbi here at JM and the AM. So we have a, a personal stake in all this. And of course, I just had the opportunity to spend Shabbos with him in Queens a couple of weeks ago. So a lot of people in the audience know who he is. So he, he leaves Twin Rivers. He leaves Twin Rivers. I start giving Shiram, um, to the community. And uh, it was beautiful. The first share that I would give, they would have 25, 35 people coming. Very exciting. Next week, um, you know, 12. <laughs> five. <laughs> five. Down to a Kavrusa. See, there you have the kinds of Kavrusa. Rebecca, it's very effective, I see. <laughs> Extremely so. So someone came over to me and said to me, you know, uh, why don't you do what Rabbi Schoenfeld used to do, which is to bring in uh, Chavrusas from Lakewood for us. Uh, like a Kolel or right. a, a Chavrusa program. Exactly. Right. And I said, uh, sure, uh, that's a great idea. And we started out with two sets of Chavrusas. Live and in person, not over the phone. Live and in person. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, the the person who suggested it, uh, I think, was Gary Haber, who lives right. in Lakewood now. Uh, and... Um, he joined, a couple of other people joined, and it was really because of my experience there, which which started, as I said, with two sets of Chavrusas or so. Or so right. Um, so Rabbi, Schoen, Rabbi Schoenfeld's the founder of Partners in Torah, basically. Abs- absolutely. Yeah, you're being serious when you say that. Well, it was, it was I, I'm, his I'm inspiration. A little, yeah, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little tongue-in-cheek, but it's real. Hey, Rabbi Schoenfeld's the founder of Partners in Torah, and he'll be recognized that night. For the at, founder, with the founders award. Literally with the founders award. Yeah. Unbelievable. Call yeah. a voter by Schoenfeld. That's pretty amazing. That really is amazing. So that happens that evening. What else are you going to be doing on Saturday night? So uh, there's going to be a guest of honor, Harry Rothenberg. I don't know if anyone has seen uh, Harry's video blog. 
Uh, yeah, so, what is it? It's it, we we send out on the parsha every single ah, week. It that's goes around. I thought it sounds familiar. There's thousands of views every right. week, and uh, it's an extremely uh, relevant message every single week with uh, with uh, with from the parsha, and that's uh, by Harry Rothenberg, and right. he's being recognized as a guest of honor. Uh, and uh, there's another partnership you, I heard you mention on the, uh, before is uh, Allison Joseph's Jew in the City. And Mayim Bialik might be your highest profile partnership at this point Most for 2014. Probably. Yeah. And yeah. they will be recognized as? Partners of the decade. This is separate from, this is separate from that. From the context. whole nomination process. 100%. So Mayim Bialik and Allison Josephs on the last weekend of December, Saturday night Malava Malka will be recognized as partners of the decade. Yes. You know, the decade's not over yet, are my words, but I guess, I guess they're getting it no matter what. <laughs> well, it depends where you and, start. And deservedly so, right? They have been incredible advocates for partners in Torah. Tremendous, yes. Do they study once a week, or you were not allowed to reveal that? Oh, they, well, they, they did for about six or seven years. Wow. Uh, and, uh, you know, Mind Bialik's schedule has changed yeah. somewhat. One of the and, most the popular actresses in Hollywood now. Right, but she still maintains a very strong cashier with Allison, right. and uh, is in touch with her on a regular basis. And uh, they learn with each other and from each other. And she's been to Israel, Mayim Bialik, and the whole thing. She's, she's really she's she, out there with a lot of great things. Yeah. There you have it. So th- those are three sets of honorees, so to speak, that you'll be recognizing that night. Plus, in terms of what I mentioned, where you opened up the nomination, is that part of this so, weekend? Yeah. Or? Yeah. So about a week ago, we sent out a little uh, flyer, to an, an HTML uh, email to our participants. And we said, does your partner deserve this? Now, that's a little catchy subject line. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they opened it up, and we asked them to to nominate the uh, the person there if they believe that their partner deserves to be recognized as a partner of the year. Right. Uh, they should write something about their partner, about their partnership. Either way, mentor or student, it doesn't matter. That's correct. Right. And, uh, Boy, who went through this judging process? I'd love to know. I'm telling you, it was painful because because they all deserve it. Basically. By the end, by the end of the day, uh, uh, two nights ago, by midnight, we had 184 submissions. Wow. After the first 30 or 40, I didn't even <laughs> want to read anymore. <laughs> Did you settle on one, or, or it should be more than that? We, as it turns out, we sent, we settled on four. Wow. Uh, it, it was impossible. No way to whittle so, that I mean, down to one, huh? It, there, was no, there was no way. And even the four, it it's just wasn't fair to so many people because it was... Um, and you I should, didn't print, you should print the of list of everybody who was nominated. Just yeah. stop. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's such That's an unbelievable true. thing. Was, and a few people, of course, sent it in the day, a day later. Right. So, you know, <laughs> they didn't take your deadline seriously. They're, they're Jewish after all. <laughs> they yeah. didn't realize how Jewish they are. Yeah. I, I just want to read sure. you just one, one, I mean, there were so many, but, but one of them, and this was, unfortunately, this one wasn't the one that was chosen. Wow. But there were so many. This woman writes, we couldn't be more different in terms of our background. She lives in Connecticut. And I in California. She is Orthodox, and I'm not religious at all. She has six, chil- six children, and I have one. It's hard to explain, but Gila bridges the differences between us through her words, her knowledge, and her sensitivity. This is definitely one of those matches that were made in heaven. Unbelievable. And so on. And, and you so passed forth. over that one, huh? What? <laughs> and that one didn't make it. it. it I, know. Well, I know. I'm kidding around. I can only imagine how difficult it was. It, it was. <laughs> it was impossible because I mean, literally, the people in the office were crying when they when they were reading these stories. 
Must give them a boost when they see what kind of work they're doing. Yeah, and, and I mean, it gave our staff a tremendous yeah, boost when when they saw what what um, the impact that they're having. Because we looked at this from the very beginning as an opportunity for people who don't have access to Jewish learning to get a personal re- mentor right. to learn with them and to educate them. But what we discovered... You had a real noble purpose. You didn't realize you were forging all these great friendships. <laughs> that's, what's, well, that's what's been happening. I know. It's amazing. It, it's been happening. That, that, that we literally have been uh, developing this this uh, virtual community of Jewish people who are, who are basically many of them who've never ever met, and they consider each other their best friends. And it's amazing that, uh, and, and you've pointed this out so many times, you've had the opportunity to see the, I shouldn't even say the reunion, You've been able to see the union of partners. In other words, people who never met for years. They've, they've had this Torah relationship over the phone for years. They never met. And you've seen live and in person at your dinner and other places where they've actually met. And it's obviously one of the most emotional things ever, you know. It, it really is. And, uh, there's, there's uh, at least one of the partnerships we'll be meeting for the, for first, the first time. time. Uh, it's worth going just to see that. No, I'm not talking about one of the partnerships. There'll be many of the partnerships right. who are meeting for the first time, but I'm talking about one of the ones that were nominated as right. partner of the year. Uh, they will be meeting for the first time, and they're looking forward to it. It's tremendous. Unbelievable. Uh, the theme of the weekend coming up at the end of December is forging a path to Jewish unity. Uh, whether it was your intention or not, and I guess to a degree it was, you've put together a lineup that's simply remarkable. I mean, it's not just a Jewish unity theme. You've also brought in people like Rabbi Yisrael Meir Lau, former chief rabbi of Israel, who's incredible. I mean, I'm sure you've heard him speak. He's amazing. Uh, you mentioned Allison Josephs. You mentioned a member of Knesset who's joining you at the... Uh, who's the member of Knesset who's joining his, you at the... His name is y- Yoni Shetpun. Is he a Partners in Torah fan? You uh, <laughs> <he> better be. He <laughs> better be, right? <laughs> yeah, but what... The reason why why we asked him to come in is because if you've if you've read some of the things or, or watched some of his, his uh, speeches in the Knesset on uh, uh, on YouTube, he represents our message of Jewish unity, and that's how I presented it to him when I mm. when I invited him to come to speak. Very He's nice. He's all about bringing Kala Yisrael together. And uh, unifying us into into one one part. And now they'll be in the middle of a campaign in Israel. So I don't know. Does he, does he still qualify for Jewish unity when you're in a campaign in Israel? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anybody qualifies. <laughs> you mentioned Harry Rothenberg, Esther Wein, Ray Mordechai Becher, Benny Friedman, and the Maccabees are both part of this big celebration, which is really cool. I mean, we're talking about really popular singers. David Blatt's going to be there. He's a great entertainer as well. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Harari, who you know we love, is going to be presenting as well that weekend for you. So you've put together. Quite a stellar list, to say the least. Uh, yeah, and uh, we think that this is going to be an amazing opportunity for people who are not part of Partners in Torah. Right. Not just... Yeah, you're not just looking for partners to come. You want everyone to come and enjoy the weekend. I want everyone to come, and I think that everyone will will enjoy many, if not every aspect, every moment of this weekend. Not just the Partners in Torah component, where they'll be interacting with people who they will never have a chance to spend the Shabbos together with people, many people who are not observant, right. many have never been to, to, to a, a setting like this before in their life, and many are actually not coming with trepidation. How are they going to fit in? How are they right. going to be Shabbos, looked at? Right. right? And, and they, they, they need to see the, the, the observant community, the entire Jewish community, come and welcome them with open arms, with love, and show them that we really are one Jewish people. 
if you're a Partners in Torah participant, and we have both mentors and students in this audience, there is a discount, so people can take advantage of that. Uh, all the information is on the website, partnersintorah.org. Again, it's partnersintorah.org, and it happens December 26th through the 28th at the Stamford Plaza Hotel. As you mentioned, it's this historic Shabbos, and then followed up by this amazing dinner where you're going to be recognizing all the individuals that you mentioned, all the guests of honor that you uh, mentioned earlier. Um, special phone number, right? We're not using the 1-800-STUDY-42 for the event, right? We're using the 973 number. You can use the 800 number. You can use it? Yeah. So let's do it. We'll, we'll make it easy for everybody. If you want to be a partner, a mentor, or if you want to be, and if you want to be part of the weekend on December 26th through 28th at the Stamford Plaza in Connecticut with Partners in Torah, use 1-800-STUDY-42. That's 1-800-788-3942. one 800 Seven eight eight three nine four two. That's how you sign up, become part of this amazing program, and obviously how you get information about the Shabbos coming up in Connecticut at the end of December. Rabbi Gortz, amazing as usual. Well, if, uh, you're doing incredible just work. Take this opportunity just to uh, mention on the air the uh, the four people. Oh yeah, please. Who uh, who were chosen? As I said, they were chosen because they th- their stories, you know, are just maybe. Pulled at our hearts a little bit more than some of the others, but not you know. Mentors or students. So these were these were all nominated. These, these are all students uh, who were. Uh, excuse me, sorry. Two of them were were mentors. But what we did as the prize is that they come to the weekend. Uh, basically, all expenses paid. Right. Uh, if they're traveling, we're, we're we're subsidizing their travel costs. Uh, so we have a partnership. That, uh, so a, a woman, uh, Melissa Rickabaugh. From where? From Durham, North Carolina, oh, wow. uh, who's going to be coming in, um, and she was nominated by her partner, Razy Nathan, and uh, I, just two sentences of what Razy Nathan wrote. When I volunteered to be a partners and Torah mentor, I never dreamed I would contemplate the things we discuss, nor did I ever imagine that I would ever be given as much thought to the things that we discuss if it didn't have been for, if it wasn't for Melissa on the other end of the phone. Uh, I mean, I'm just, you know, yeah. cutting out little pieces of, of, of a, like a four paragraph. We asked for two, pa- one to two paragraphs. <laughs> Some people wrote four, six, ten paragraphs. Uh, so one, one woman wrote in, wrote in a, a, a beautiful, uh, story, publishable story about how she's, her life was, was completely changed That's when she man. was going through a difficult, diff- difficult time medically and other things. Her partner just showed up at the door like she never met her before, and she was just there for her. Amazing. Anyhow. Uh, Who else then, is on that list? Okay, so then there's uh, Kelly Wu from San Diego. Unbelievable. Uh, and Suri Handelsman. And uh, the, the last one is, uh, oh, sorry, the first one that I forgot is Danya Miller, who was nominated by her partner, Katie Vogel. They're both from Chicago. They'll be, both be there, Mr. Shem. And uh, the last one is Rabbi Matt Hoffman. You know that name? From the Flame? Doesn't ring a bell. No. Or am I just blanking out? He's one of those, uh, like, pioneers in outreach. Wow. Uh, he, and, and he was nominated not by one person, not by two people. <laughs> he, he was nominated by his three partners. A multiple nominee! Yes. Pretty amazing. Yeah. He has three chavrusas each week with partners in Torah. And he wants more. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, some people appreciate a workload like that. It's such a, it's such amazing holy work. Uh, Rabbi Ellie Gwertz invites everyone to be part of this historic Shabbos, the 26th of December. All those amazing personalities, including Rabbi Lau, will be there. 1-800-STUDY-42 for any information about the event and partners in Torah 
uh, either to be a mentor or a student, 1-800-STUDY-42, the number four and the number two at the end. Rabbi Gortz, we could do this all morning long. Unfortunately, I don't have the time to do that today, but continue your amazing work. You're, you're doing unbelievable stuff with Partners in Torah. Yes, to you, Nechem, for all you do. I appreciate that. More coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM. Wrapping up the hour, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios here in Jersey City and on the web at jmtheam.org. Well, I told you it's a packed morning with amazing guests, and that is an understatement. Uh, we've got plenty of uh, plenty to do here this morning at JMNAM, and one of the things we're doing is reminding everybody that on January the 6th, we again get to gather in New York City with our friends at Beto Roads. You know what Beto Road is, folks? It's a yeshiva, a neighborhood, and a community in northeast Jerusalem, and if you think that Jerusalem is an important subject, and if you think that the future of Jerusalem is an important uh, topic to explore, then you'll want to pay careful attention to Shlomo Zwickler, who heads Beto Road, is in our studio, and on the 6th of January at the Crown Plaza, Times Square, we'll be honoring Dr. Stanley and Carrie Cooper, Dr. George and Matty Yeager, and you. That's right, we're paying tribute to you for showing up and expressing your support 
and your unwavering commitment to the holy city of Jerusalem. Shlomo Zwickler, shalom, and welcome back to JM in the AM. We do honor the attendees, don't we? Absolutely. Those who stand up and say, I'm here for Jerusalem. That's the uh, whole point. Uh, we always say every year, we'll repeat it again. It's a great opportunity to, even if you're 6,000 miles away, to, uh, you know, not, we're not asking you to uh, make Aliyah. Should I already go into this routine? All we're, we're asking we're, you is to come and enjoy yeah, a dinner? We're not, we're, not, we're not asking you to put on a we uniform. We usually do that like two weeks before the we're dinner. We're not asking you to put, pick up a gun. We usually do this much closer yeah, to the we're dinner. We're not asking you to dodge bullets. You know, We're just asking you to enjoy some cocktails. I hear they pour some good single malt scotch. That's what they tell me. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, that's what they tell Who's me. Who's responsible for that? That's Seth Schreiber's a, a guy, department? A guy named Seth Schreiber. That's yeah. his department. That's, that's something well, you, you don't take care of that that's department. A, that's among his departments uh he's got many departments um yeah and uh of course our friends from main event provide uh great catering services i think they've been doing it now for what 11 years for us well your dinner Um, i always say your dinner is always spectacular and then jonathan rimberg with the entertainment etc and uh, yeah it's uh it's a good it's a good package it's a great evening and it's all for your shalim it's you know it's all things considered it's a pretty easy way to be able to check off that box on your on your to-do list of, of showing your support and doing something significant for the future of the Jewish people. No question about it. Um, the 26th of Adar, the 17th of March, 2015. What, the marathon? So it, we'll be right in the middle of our fundraising <laughs> I marathon. Just really asked, I thought I was like, yeah. well, I think you've got to switch the marathon. <laughs> no they, they've, they've preempted the marathon. They're two of my favorite spectator sports, our fundraising marathon and Israeli politics. <laughs> and the two are meeting. It's going to be one of the best weeks of my life, let me tell you. <laughs> Circle the date. Can I ask you a question? Uh, you can. A, an average resident like yourself, I shouldn't say average because you follow the news closer than anybody, but did you know three weeks ago we're going into elections, or this is a little bit of a surprise? Um, I'm not the average spectator right. on this issue, so I'm probably the, not not a good person to ask. So, I, did you know three weeks ago? I, I I wouldn't have given it a fifty-fifty. I would not have. But you would say you would say less than fifty-fifty. Less than fifty-fifty, but I would have said there there was a a what we call a rachash bachash ba'avir. There was a uh, there was a certain like you know uh, it was an inkling that it might be going in that direction. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would say that uh, it, it's not a complete are. surprise. And here we are. Here the we are campaign here. has begun. You get to go home. Well, yeah. and, and see all this campaigning up close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three and a half months worth. Yeah, well, it's not it's not a done deal yet. By the way, there is still the technical factor of the only the way a bill works in the Knesset is that it needs to pass three readings. Uh. There's three votes. So the first vote took place uh, today, right. uh, which is called the Kriyatron. But it was overwhelming the vote. Yeah, eighty-four to one. <laughs> so wouldn't or that, they, no, eighty-four to zero right, with one, with abstention. one abstention. But right. wouldn't, wouldn't that indicate like we're yeah, on, it, it, uh, probably? But like if, said, it's, if it was fifty-fifty, what's it now? Ninety-nine-one. Yeah, something right. like that. I, you know, I, I, I would, I would agree with that. That assessment. It, it is, right. it, it is a fait accompli. Um, uh, you know, this is the nature of the parliamentary system, which is not based. You on... You don't like the parliamentary just, system? Uh, no, I, I do not. I'm, I'm not commenting now as a. This is basically. Israeli. I'm commenting as a, a student of political science. Right. <laughs> this is basically a prime minister. I mean, this is how I look at it. I think based on what I read, how you, you wrote on Facebook, you look at it much differently. And as a resident, you certainly do. But uh, to me, it looks like a prime minister who says to himself, if I'm going to win another term, I have to have elections now. The only way to guarantee that I can actually win this thing again. Uh, true or not true? I, I would say there's certainly an element of that, that, um, you know, th- 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 there's there's a, a certain frustration, um, I think, up, uh, amongst some people in Israel. I don't subscribe to this. I think many people, most people don't subscribe to it, but there's a certain um, perceived elite, I guess you can call it the Ashkenazi elite, like they right. say, who has this this unbridled hatred of of 
of Prime Minister Netanyahu for right. you know some reasons that are completely unfounded, some that you can somehow excuse or accept or understand, and it's just this this consistent. What frustra- what frustrates them is that there's just no viable alternative to him as. The Prime Minister. It's just, right. There's just no one on the left, on the right. There's just no one around who's got that stature or personality right. or ability or et cetera. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I, we've talked about this in the past, and I, I, I generally speaking, uh, support the Prime Minister. Right. Me, myself, and I, just me personally, I'm talking about here. And some people think they, they raise his eyebrows. Well, Shlomo, you're like, you know, this right wing nationalist guy. How could you support him? You know? Well, you listen, I, you know, I, I don't envy his position. Right. <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's got a rough job. He's got, he's got the weight of Jewish history on his shoulders. He's got the welfare of, of, of six million Jews, you know, which is the, almost half of the world's Jewish population. And that he talks about, about the welfare of Jews in the diaspora. Right. As well, and he's, right? and the first, he's the first guy right. ever to take responsibility. And by the way, that's, that's a, a major shift, you right. know, until, until recently, and you know, Mikamocha, who who but who better than you recognizes that? Is always been a perception that the Jews in the diaspora somehow are taking care of and worrying about and, and securing the welfare of Israel. And that that tide has turned, right. whether we like it or not, whether we recognize it or not, it's, it's completely turned. And now, the welfare of the Jews in the diaspora, certainly outside the U.S. and even in the U.S., is becoming a major policy issue of the state of Israel. Shlomo Zwickler's here. Elections March seventeenth. I'm sure we'll have a chance to talk a lot more about it. As we get closer, um, people love progress, and that's one of the reasons why this audience loves Beit Arot. Every time someone shows up to your neighborhood, and I'm not just calling it a yeshiva, it's a community, a neighborhood. We've discussed this a million times over the last many years. Whenever they show up to your neighborhood, they see progress. I was just discussing this last night. Made Shevabrachos for the Markowitz and Katz oh, families. And we were discussing this last night, how one of the reasons that you have such spirited, Support, not just, you know, people writing checks and supporting, but really enthusiastic support because every time your donors show up, they see growth. Right. What update can you give us? What's happened over the last few months? Well, the, I can tell you that the, uh, apartment buildings have been completed. Not only did we do the Chanukat Abayit and have the, you know, Kviat Mezuzah put up the Mezuzah in the front doors back on Yom Yerushalayim in, uh, May, um, people actually moved in. People are moving in. In fact, there was big news recently that, um, which, uh, I mean, I've known about for a better part of the last Two years, but I just haven't been privy to or been able to talk about it. Rav Dov Lior, um, who's the, right. been the Rav Rashi of Kirat Arba, a major, major halachic persona. Yeah, what you would call, I guess, uh, Gadol Hador, right. or one of the Gadolei Hador, one of the Puskei Hador, the, 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 you know, the various different uh, titles that are given and they're used. He is certainly in the, you know, in, in Israel, in the Datilumi, uh, modern Orthodox, however you term it, community. Um, he is, he bought an apartment, uh, at, uh, he bought a home, um, in the New Bader Road neighborhood and he's, uh, moving in. They're apparently moving in, uh, by Hanukkah, which is a couple of weeks away. That's the word on the street, um, which is a major, major, you know, thing. It's a major deal. I don't know if you're aware. In, in one of the of the of our sister communities, there's another big modern construction, uh, not, not construction. It's a community, Malayze team, right, sure. on the south side, right. so, south of the cemetery on on, uh, on the Mount of Olives Ridge. Yishai um, Fleischer's there, I right? Yishai Fleischer. Who else lives there? It's not, right. not, it's not so well known. Um, Rav Tzvi Tau. Uh, who is uh, also one of the great giants of the uh, you know the, the Torah world of the religious Zionist Torah world in Israel? He's uh, the unofficial head and certainly the spiritual head of uh, of uh, Yeshivat Haramor, which is a, one of the flagship yeshivot, etc. He lives in Malayzeh Tim. So now you got you know it, it's interesting what's happening that that many of the Torah giants of the generation are are, are moving you know to 
Mizrach Yerushalayim to East Jerusalem to the historic parts of Jerusalem to these new neighborhoods and and then that that sends a very very important message it's not just you know we've always been talking about how Bitter is not just a physical place and you just talked about how it's you know the neighborhood also that right. it's physical and not just the yeshiva there's also a spiritual you know meaning here and I think it's very significant when people of that stature you know move in I think it's very very uh uh, no question. Very significant. That's for sure. Shlomo Zwickler's here. The night of January 6th is the night that we get a chance to support, uh, not just financially, but with our showing up and being part of it, the amazing work of Beit Arot, the yeshiva, the neighborhood, the community. Uh, you have uh, designated wonderful honorees for the night of January the 6th. Tell us, tell our audience who you've uh, decided to honor that evening. Well, we have uh, um, from uh, hailing from Teaneck, New Jersey. Teaneck. Um, yeah, good friends of we ours. We got the Beit Road supporters in Teaneck. We do have, we have quite a few, but Hashem, Teaneck is one of the great um, bastions of support for everything. Yep. That's, um, that's, sure. that's, that's religious Zionist. Including in, us in here. Israel. They're amazing. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's, it's, a, it's a mainstay. It's a very, very significant. Let's just say, you know, it's not by accident that uh, places like that exist. Right. Everything is preordained. Um, and uh, from Teaneck, we have... Dr. Stanley and Carrie Cooper, um, who are dear friends and longtime supporters of Beto Rote. I'll say how they um, they got to know us, actually. It's uh, very interesting. I, I love stories like this. Um, <laughs> St- Stan and Carrie um, are mechutanim, that's what you say, right? Yeah. To, um, I mean, they're in-laws right. with Ronnie and Bonnie Schwartz. There you go. From, uh, from Teaneck. Ronnie and Bonnie Schwartz, by the way, the reason they were exposed to Beta Rote in the first place was because of our good friend Joey and Ruthie Bodner. Right. Um, Joey and Ruthie did one of their famous, uh, what we call the Joey Bodner Day. <laughs> um, one of their famous, uh, 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 days where they, you know, hired up a bus and they invited, uh, I don't know, 50 of their closest friends. And, uh, we did a whole day, uh, tour in, uh, Mizrahi Yerushalayim and Hebron and Kevrachil, et cetera, et cetera. And on that trip were Ronnie and Bonnie. And Ronnie and Bonnie were very, um, yeah, enthused by what they saw at Beit Arot, and they got very involved. They were honored a few years ago. Right. And they brought along with them on a tour that they did with their family several years ago, Stan and Carrie. There you go. And uh, Stan and Carrie, just of their own accord, you know, got were very enthused as well, and they got involved, and they've been contributing, et cetera, and they've agreed to step to the plate and, uh, you know, draw their friends in now to the cause of, of, of Yerushalayim, to the cause of, of that we're trying to accomplish all these years, and that we've, Baruch Hashem, like you just said, have accomplished. Uh, you know, one of the other things that we have on site to show, not just people moving in, et cetera, yeah, I've been talking about over the past several years with you, I think, here about the this project called what we call in Hebrew the Tayelet Emtza Gova, yes. the mid-level promenade, which is I've of, seen. You know, when I saw it last during the blizzard, remember right, you took me there right. during the blizzard. So, so it's 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 done landscaping at all. One, one of my friends just said to me this week, and he looked at the picture, and said, "Wow, even landscaping there? Was, wow. What they, they they paved it with stones? Real? Wow, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's 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 done. It's there. It's beautiful. Um, and uh, it really changes the whole. You see Malay Adumim from there. No, not from there. You see my yeah, lady from the other side of our new visitor center. Oh, no, that's what Sots. I was talking about. So what are no, you talking about? No, I'm not. I'm talking about the Tayelet. I'm talking about the promenade that that, that starts at Beit Road itself. That the, looks toward Harabayat? Right, correct. Oh, so I know what you're talking about. I'm talking about the yeah. other side, sure. the, the city side. That's so always been an incredible view. It's an incredible yeah. view, but now, now, it's, it's, now, now it's like, it looks like, you know, right. it's, it's nicely paved right. and then it's landscaping and trees and, and, and it's just beautiful. The stairs wow, are all you set have up. two amazing things on two sides. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons that it's such a draw. I mean, this, the, the, our visitor center at Mitzpah Masuot, which is uh, nearly completed as well, it's, we're already utilizing it, even though it's not fully completed. You know how right. that works. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's at a critical crossroads. I mean, uh, it's at a great crossroads. You know, easy access, easy parking, but it's also this connection between the 
the desert on the one hand, you know, right. E1, et cetera, et cetera, and of course the view on the Harabite. Anyway, back to the dinner. So we talked about Stan and, uh, and Carrie, um, who, you know, the, the story about how they got involved is a great story. But here's, here's another great story. Um, our friends from uh, Oceanside, uh, George Amati Yeager, um, Dr. George Amati Yeager. Um, you're going to like this story. Um, George Yeager and his wife Mati have been supporters of ours, oh, I think probably for the better part of the last 10 years, maybe a little bit less. Um, and um, I didn't find them. They found me. And the way they found me um, is through you. you I, I had a it, feeling this it, was a story. And, and you didn't even know that. Um, uh, he, the, the, he just, George and Matthew. This just, is the Oceanside they, table this is the, here? Yeah, this, this is the Oceanside table. I take responsibility for it. It's up to tables. These are the Oceanside tables wow. every year. Um, and, and wow. not, not only Oceanside tables, but, but, but George also successfully, um, uh, not only brings folks from Oceanside from his direct community, he also brings colleagues of his, um, from his medical practice. And it turns out one of his closest, uh, colleagues, friends, is a fellow named uh, Dr. Pedram Gabral, who's uh, a uh, OBGYN specialist uh, here in New York, from the, as you can tell from the name, from the uh, Persian community, which right. is a uh, whole, you know, different uh, opening for us. Um, who's also very involved. He's actually going to be one of our chairmen this year under uh, the tutelage of Seth Schreiber, of course, who remains the master and uh, dinner chairman who uh, heads the entire effort and without whom none of this can happen. But but Pedram, who was brought in by George, and George is being uh, honored with together with his wife, Monty, and they all, all of that happened. It's all a direct chain reaction from... Jamin and Am from you know from from Nachum Siegel uh, you know in, in your your passion for Beit Harot your passion for Yerushalayim your promotion of this cause not because of you know anything that anybody's getting out of it on a personal level but because of the immense ideological belief and, and identification with what we're doing. So this year it won't be Oceanside Tables it will be an Oceanside Section. That's what we're looking looking at happening. To the Jaegers I, I mean of course to the Coopers as well I look forward to seeing you there on January the 6th because like i say every year we reminisce about this whole you know beginning of the relationship and it really i take great pride in it tuesday night january 6th crown plaza times square i believe that's the location we've been in the last couple of years that's where more than the last couple of years we're uh we, we know we're we're they, they you know, we're, uh, <laughs> we've, we've settled in <laughs> uh broadway and 49th street new york city easy way to do this online what should people do in terms of reservations and journal ads and all that? You could just Google Beto Rote and you Simple get to our website, it. or you can go on Facebook and go to the Beto Rote webpage. There's a link right there up front. You can already make your reservations, place your ads. It's all up and working and operational and readily available. And I guess the next opportune time for some people will be vacation week at the end of December to actually right. meet you in Yerushalayim. Uh, and on top of that, the vacation week in January right, to well, meet you in Yerushalayim. From what I understand, the big vacation right, week in your January. listener audience right. is what they call now Yeshiva Week. Right, you have um, some obviously right. at the end of December, but um, right. uh, I mean, you'll see that in Yerushalayim, obviously, but uh, January's a big deal. Uh, info at BeitHaRot.org, they can find right. out. That's the... Uh, uh, tours that, at BeitHaRot.org. Right, that, Use that, any, that, of that, any of those addresses. <laughs> but the best way to find this, of course, is via the web. That's where, that's where we're at, technologically, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, of course, you can also call our office. The numbers are on there online also. It's, um, you can call us in Yerushalayim at 0262841155 or here in Teaneck. Where you'll probably get a bit of a later response, but still you can call if you need to, can to call as opposed to using the web, which is 201-530-0210. Well, what can I say? It's going to be another exciting season with our friends at Beto Road. You know what, Nachum? I'll tell you, I it was was thinking to myself, you know, gee, what are we going to you know promote and do and say at the dinner this year? 
And unfortunately, the way things have turned over the past, you know, few months, even the past few weeks, we, we've come again to this point where, you know, Yerushalayim's under fire, under attack, and it's directly under attack that the terrible events of the past week and also the, you know, events that happen right in our own backyard. Right. Um, and I remind everybody, it's been like this for years, but now it's more acute as you just mentioned. Cor- right? co- correct, right. correct. You know, so I was, I was talking, I'll just intimate to you that I was talking to our graphic designer back in Yerushalayim, but, you know, what, what, what design do we use for the invitation? Yeah, we still do invitations, believe right. it or not. Um, <laughs> although the jury is out now about, once again, about whether you need to, but that's a different topic, different discussion. And we were saying, well, we, know, we don't want to be scary about, you know, all the dire situation, terrorism, et cetera. You know, we, we keep trying to say all the time that it's perfectly safe to come, and it is perfectly safe to come. And, it, and in fact, a couple of Shabbatot ago, when some Beit Road students were unfortunately involved in an episode, you handled it in a very level-headed response to say the least correct that's right. uh, that, that's right. the way we you know we do right. things we're very what you would call them mamlachti. Right. Uh, that's that's our attitude that's our approach and that's one of the reasons why we succeed in getting and i done. thank matis who featured that whole situation with you two sundays ago but go ahead right. i'm sorry no that, that's perfectly fine yeah. um and uh, uh i was saying so one of the things that we came up with is that you know what we're, we're this is about a celebration of Yerushalayim. That's, that's what we're doing. That's what we do. We, yep. we are celebrating That's why we Yerushalayim. love it so much. Yeah, that's why we like the dinner so and, and, and that's why, and we, every year, you know, we're just, what, what do we do special? What do we do different? We're, we're on course. We, we keep on creeping along and doing more and more. And like you said, you, know, you come now, I gotta tell you, since you were there, was it last year, the, the snowstorm was yeah, last winter? December. Okay. So since then, you, you would come now? To the same spot that you stood when we took that picture of you, which we put up on the screens at the dinner, right, with all the snow right. behind, et cetera, with the new the new neighborhood almost completed at the time. You stand in the same place, take that same picture today, you won't recognize the place. It looks completely different. The promenade, the paving, the the, the power station. There's there's a, a transformer station. The Israeli electrical grid has reached the northern ridge of the Mount of Olives, which is a big deal. Good news for you. It, 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 it's a very big deal, yeah. though. That's a symbol of sovereignty. 100%. More than anything. Forget about the reliable Permanence. It, exactly. Right. That's a symbol of sovereignty, a symbol of permanence. Until now, the electrical feed for the whole Beta Road operation has been from the Arab grid. Right. That was a policy which was kept in place by going back to Moshe Dayan in 1967 to allow the local community to you know to maintain its existing infrastructure, etc. And the idea of having something as simple as the Israeli electrical grid, the Israel Electric Corporation, provide electricity on the Mount of Olives Ridge to the new Beirut community, etc. That's a big milestone, and that just happened now. That's so one of the go. major points of progress. So it's, cel- it's a celebration, Malcolm. It's That's why I say the building and the, the the new things continues to impress everybody, and you've been doing this for years, year after year. Uh, Baytharot.org, go to the um, go to the website, sign up. January sixth, the dinner, big celebration in New York City. Shlomo Zwickler, kolakavot to you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you for having me. More coming up at JM and the AM. Both Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman are scheduled to join us in this hour. Talk a little bit about the fact that they're part of the Hask lineup. Uh, we'll see, you know, sometimes with the performers, especially if they're up late, it's sometimes hard to get them uh, to call in. Uh, hopefully they in fact will. Both Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman expected to speak with us this morning right here at JM in the AM. Kiba 
Bobo moje Iba moje Great Rupshloma Kalbach, of course. Well, one of the things that is uh, growing more and more obvious as we get closer to the Hass concert is that people are extremely happy with the lineup. Uh, the fact that Jakob Schwecki is headlining the event has been uh, an incredible piece of news for so many great Jewish music fans out there. And, um, and the fact that... Uh, Amazing performers like A.B. Rottenberg, Benny Friedman, Deddy, and our next guest are part of it. Has also been an amazing piece of news to the music fans out there in our audience. You can go to haskconcert.com for information or dial 718-686-5931. 718-686-5931. Simcha Liner, one of the most popular young Singers out there is um, with us live via telephone and will be there on January the 11th at the Hass Concert Simcha Liner. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. <laughs> I mentioned. I'm to- sorry. I'm sorry. I have to do this over the phone, but my wife told me if I come, I have to bring my kids with me this time. 
<laughs> That's the new deal, huh? <laughs> well, I thank you again. You did an amazing, amazing New Year's celebration with us in Teaneck, which was great, and I thank you for that. We had a fun morning that morning. I and now, if you thought that was a great gig, now you're going to be at Hask, my gosh, which is pretty amazing. A couple more people, yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Certainly a lot of uh, very serious Jewish music people that will be in the audience, I can tell you that much. Uh, so excuse my ignorance. Have you appeared on the Hask stage before or not? Um, yes, but I was thrown off by security. You're not serious. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I've been to Hask, but never been on Hask. Oh, this is it. So you're, this is literally the first time. That's right. It's very exciting. Uh, it must be exciting because uh, we know what type of landmark and hallmark stage it is to be at a time for music. And to, to do it for the first time is pretty incredible. Um, you know, I, I, I keep emphasizing, and I'm sure you don't mind, I keep talking about your youth and how seasoned you are for, uh, for such a young man, this this is this has certainly got to be a uh, uh, you know a, a significant step for you. Uh, as popular as you've been, to be appearing at Lincoln Center on January 11th must be very significant for you. Sure, it, it definitely was a goal, and uh, I wasn't expecting to reach it as quickly as I did. But uh, it should be one more thing to check off the list. You mentioned to me that you had an event last night. So, how often are we seeing you now? Uh, on the bandstand, how many how many weddings and concerts are we doing on the average per week at this point? Because it seems like you're everywhere. Uh, it's about four a week still, so four or five a week. But that yeah, depends I, on the season. I, I, I'm I'm just sitting here in amazement as I hear that. That's pretty um, that's pretty incredible. As I said, a lot of people are getting married. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, there are a lot of performers out there that would love to, love to have your schedule, despite the fact that so many people are getting married. They're not getting as much work as you are, I can tell you that much. Simcoe Liner with us live via telephone. Hask, Time for Music 28, coming up January the 11th. So is is it clear yet to you? I mean, obviously, your debut album is incredible, and I can tell you that it goes across the board because, you know, we hear from people from every segment of the community. You're probably shocked to a degree yourself, no, that this has been attractive to such a diverse crowd out there, uh, your your debut CD? Definitely. Um, we, we worked very hard to make sure that it, it you know, stays, it stays true within the lines of, you know, Jewish music um, with a little bit of current, you know, sound to it, but the to do one night, we can do a, a barely orthodox wedding, you know, as long as they got their mechitza going. Um, and then the next night, do a, a wedding in Williamsburg, you know, where I'm the only non-strimal in the whole place. Yeah. It, it's an incredible, incredible experience. It is funny, Taka. I mean, like, well, you mentioned, you know, the very modern crowd, for whatever reason, and I see this as an eyewitness to it, has really taken to you. But you could be in the middle of a Hasidic community. And you'll be the only one there without a strimal. And yet, you know, and, and people love it. I don't know. You, you're doing something right. We know you have a great voice, but I guess I guess you'd have to say that uh, the CD has propelled you to the point where people realize you have great songs as well. So music is universal. And if people look past, you know, what the person singing it looks like, you can really get, you know, you can really go far. That's very true. Simcha Liner is with us. Have you been given your assignment yet for January the 11th? Do you know what type of role you're going to play in the Big Hask event? I have been given my assignment. Uh, we're working on the details in particular. Um, Yochi knows before Yochi Briskman has it very well, you know, planned out, worked out. Um, as he always does. He so actually, we're really pro- looking he actually produced your CD, right? He did, and he actually is starting now on the second 
from Kohlheiner album. So he will be the producer, which means there's a very, I mean, we know this from Yaichi from, from God knows how many years. There'll be a very meticulous process of choosing songs for your second album. Oh, yeah, that is definitely his, his, uh, strength. Right. Um, but that is by far the, the most difficult, uh, process. You know, last night's wedding, um, I sang together with, uh, Benny, Benny Friedman. And, uh, we realized that half the half concert is there. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You know. <laughs> oh, so Benny was with you on uh, on the bandstand last evening. That's correct. Very cool. All right, so uh, we talk about song process or the selection of songs. So which is the biggest surprise? Which is the one that even Yaichi Briskman wasn't positive would be a big hit for Simcha Liner and yet, uh, you know, out of the box proved to be very popular? W- which would be the one from your I'd debut say, album? Uh, Mimi. That's the one? Mimi, I, you know, I... I I dug it up from uh, a composer in Israel, Gary Dickman. And uh, there's, um, I don't know, we just didn't have that feeling necessarily. That but, didn't, but, didn't that end, but, didn't, but didn't that end up opening the CD? It did. So it, you had to, as you, the production was going along, it became just an excellent, excellent track. Ah, so it moved into the number one slot. Right. Definitely. Interesting. And then Lee obviously became the title track. Yeah. And, that song is, is huge. I didn't think I didn't think the high schoolers would love it as much as they do. They are <laughs> so true. into that. You see it, right? And and that goes across the board, across the whole community. The young Absolutely. kids are so into that song. It's unbelievable. And for a slow song these days, for it to for it to be as attractive to them is pretty remarkable. True. And the Hasidic community, they all they all try to be, uh, show me that they can sing it with a lift to Shavar and they'll That's funny. I like that. Uh, the, the words actually are pischili, right? That's yeah, that's what I thought. So that, <laughs> they may be making a switch without realizing it. Definitely. <laughs> All right, so there you have it, folks. All right, Simcha Liner. He is part of the lineup coming up January the 11th. It's Hask. You know what that means? It's the landmark event of the year in Jewish music. 28th consecutive time. Yaakov Shweki's headlining, but AB and Benny and Deddy and of course Simcha Liner are on stage that night. As we just learned today. Because you never know when you're going to ask that question, who's appeared when, either as a kid or a teenager or as a young star. In this case, uh, Simcha Liner appearing on the Hess stage for the very first time. Information at 718-686-5931, 718-686-5931. You can go to HessConcert.com, and we anticipate hearing from Benny Friedman as well, who's part of the lineup. He'll be joining us a little later on. Simcha Yashikach to you. Thanks for, thanks for joining us this morning. Continued success. I mean, thank you as always. A pleasure. Simcha Liner, here's one of the songs he just mentioned at JM in the AM. Thank you. 
24 minutes before 9 o'clock. Simcoe Liner, thank him for joining us. Benny Friedman, as we promised. But could you imagine what a lineup? They had the same lineup last night at some wedding, as Simcoe Liner just told us. Simcoe Liner and Benny Friedman. We promised you both this hour, and we're able to come through. Benny Friedman, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? How did that cousin and Kala have Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman in the same room last night? That's one yeah, lucky... Yeah, they uh, saved up a lot of allowance. <laughs> That's one lucky couple, let me tell you. Very nice. Thank God. It was um, quite beautiful. I'm sure it was very high-spirited. All right, uh, Benny Friedman, I don't stop getting this question, so set the record straight, please. There is a brand-new album, right? And it's very, very shortly going to be released. Is that accurate information? The, the information is accurate. There's a brand new album coming out. There's Rasa Shem. It's called Kol Haneshama Sheli, uh, with all my soul. And it should be out beginning of next week. Monday, Tuesday, Bezrat Hashem. All right, so the beginning of next week, by this time next week, it'll already be out there, folks, and you'll be able to uh, enjoy it, and obviously we'll have it for you. Good timing, by the way. Brand new album, Hitting the Hask Stage. Can't do better than that, huh? Yeah, we, everything we do, we schedule it around the Hask show. <laughs> That's so that good. works out perfect. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> You're a smart man. This will be year number what for you on the Hask Stage? Um... Well, uh, well, watching watching the Hask show, like the Hask videos, will be like like time number one million. I can imagine. <laughs> Being on the Hask show, it'll be time number four, Bezrat Hashem. Is it already four? That's pretty significant. What did you say? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Listen, A.B. Rottenberg, I'm coming after your record. <laughs> yeah. you're, oh, mar- no joke. you're marching right toward A.B. Street. Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> Uh, we know you have a great sense of humor. I hope people realize you're joking about that. <laughs> you, you, you realize even that might be out of reach, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to take a long time. Um, so four years, I mean, this will be year four. So in the previous three appearances, the highlight was, was there a moment that was pretty spectacular for you? What would you say? Well, there were two moments that uh, were pretty spectacular for me. Yeah. Uh, or three moments that were Pretty spectacular. First time, the first time I was ever on the Hask show together with my uncle. Avramo. And we did a duet. That was the year of the duet. Right. That was a cool segment. And, and it was so, so gishmak. It was so awesome. Yeah, that was good. And then the first time that I uh, performed the Tikva on the Hask show together with Avram Fried, Mordechai Ben David, and Yidl. And the way the place exploded in energy that song started i couldn't i couldn't i almost couldn't breathe it was so amazing and that was at the height of its popularity right well that was right when i found out that something special was going on with this song oh so i I had no idea it helped springboard it to start yeah the song had been out for a few months already right and uh, i heard people liked it okay but i didn't realize the 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 you know the (laughs) the unbelievable the impact it was about to have. Yeah. It was a total surprise, and the, the, the room just exploded in energy, and, and everybody felt it, and it was an awesome moment. And then last year, when I uh, had the opportunity to sing a duet, a Hask song together with A.B. Rottenberg, uh, and, uh, it doesn't get better than that. Uh, Benny Friedman's with us live. New album next week, Hask January the 11th, HaskConcert.com for information. Yaakov Shweki headlining, of course. Benny, part of an amazing lineup that's happening January the 11th at the Lincoln Center. Everybody will be, uh, will certainly, uh, I'm sure consider this another monumental, spectacular moment for you as you hit the stage on January 
the 11th. You've had an incredible run of massive hits. I mean, talk about Yesh Tikva, but there have been others that have been, uh, you know, maybe not to the same degree, but certainly uh, very, very popular out there. It had to have put a lot of pressure on you and your people, so to speak, uh, now that you're releasing a brand new album, because in so many ways people are going to be expecting, like, oh my gosh, you know, there's going to be something on this offering that's uh, you know going to leap out and be uh, you know a number one song. Um, it's 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 a, it's a struggle. Yeah, it's definitely uh, difficult when you have uh, when you have uh, such a such a song like Yishtikva. But I'll tell you, listen, it's good problems to have. Yeah, that's for sure. Never you never complain of oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't expect to get this popular. Come on. (laughs) But you know what I mean. It it had to have been in the back of your mind as you're going through this whole process. Yes, and and, and I think that the head head space that we were in basically was, look, Yeshtikva was a runaway hit, and uh, and it's it's very, very hard to duplicate that kind of of lucky success, whatever it is. Um, and And the idea is let's just make music that we like, Let's make music that we think is good, and that's the best that we can do. And by the way, and we just were discussing this with Sim Kaliner about some of his quote-unquote unexpected hits or whatever, however you want to refer to it. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, like, like you just, I mean, you said luck, but you just have no idea. I mean, you just uh, so often have no clue, you know, what's going to come out of where and become a popular yeah. song. So, you know. You know, I said it. Uh, we were working on this on this song, in the studio together with Avi Newmark. Avi was the producer. Right. And uh, and we're, we had we had the track going. And uh, Ali says, yeah, what do you think? And these were my words, almost word for word. I'm quoting myself now on the radio. <laughs> I said to Ali, I said, look, I think it's going to be a hit. I think it's going to work. Look, it's not going to be Yalili, but it'll work. <laughs> Yalili was, was, was the standard back then, huh? Yalili was so <laughs> unbelievably hot back oh, then. Oh, gosh, yes. Uh, it, and it, it was like... Uh, an insurmountable thing to have that level of success with a song. Unbelievable. And it's going to be good. You know, it's a good song. It's going to work, but it's right. not going to be. And uh, and now, yeah, now look. And who would have thought? Who would have thought? Where have thought? you been so recently? Are you doing? You know, it's funny. I, w- I was speaking in, in in Queens the other Shabbos about you know so many interesting things I get to do, and we talked about how you know I, I don't do much traveling outside of Israel, but I speak to people like you, you know, who are always in demand. Have you been anywhere you know obscure or crazy recently, or you've been in these parts most of the time over the last couple of months? Well, I I live in Brooklyn, so that's <laughs> pretty crazy, pretty obscure, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I just I was in London last week. Uh, I, did, uh, I did actually a nice uh, tour with Miami Boys Choir. We went to uh, uh, where was it? It was Am- uh, Antwerp, very London, nice. Manchester, wow. uh, Paris, Jerusalem. How, how many choir members did they take along? Uh, eight, I think. Very nice. Like Holy cow! I didn't realize that. Yeah. I didn't realize that tour was going on. Better, better question than I thought it would be. Benny Freeman with us. Has concert coming up on January the 11th. That'll be the next massive stage he'll be on. Um, phone number for the for information about the concert you can dial seven one eight six eight six five nine three one seven one eight six eight six Five nine three one. Go to hasconcert.com, H-A-S-C-Concert.com. We'll have a chance to speak with Benny about the brand new album. We'll play some of the hits of obviously uh, uh, once it's officially released and uh, talk about the composers, etc. And all of that. He does have a brand new album coming out by the early part of next week. You know how I want to wrap up? You're, you're going to be shocked because you'd think I'd want to play Ishtikva after this conversation, right? If you don't, uh, sure, if, I would imagine. If you don't mind, 
I want to go to your Yes Legacy song as a Jew. You mind? Oh, wow, nice. Isn't that a great selection? <laughs> that is great. I think it's a great song, and you, I, I think you really did justice to what Moshe Yes of Blessed Memory did years ago in terms of the spirit and the enthusiasm behind that song. So, wow, thank you. Well, I got to give credit. You got to give credit to Gershon Varoba. Ah. Uh, who produced that track. Gershon is amazing, and uh, yes, like I said, it came out solid. great. Benny, we'll speak to you soon. Mazal Tov on the new release. We'll let everyone know exactly when it's available to everybody, and we look forward to January the 11th at the big Hask stage. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Kolakavod. Benny Friedman, it's JM in the AM. on that selection. Benny Friedman, with, uh, as he just mentioned, tremendous help from Gershon Varoba as a Jew from the Yes Legacy. 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. JM in the AM. Elections coming up the 17th of March. 26th of Adar. Brand new elections in Israel. Get ready for three and a half months of, uh, of uh, campaigning. Technically, I know, as Shlomo Zwickler just said before, Got to go through the whole process, three readings, all that, but it looks like March 17th, the election in Israel. Uh, speaking of March 17th, the Matis just pointed out to me that our friends at the Jewish Press have already added our JM and the AM fundraising marathon to their community calendar as of now. So thank you. 
Thank you to our friends at the Jewish Press. That's right, we'll be right in the middle of our fundraiser when the election happens in Israel. It'll be a very interesting time this coming March, that's for sure. Um, uh, coming up, 9 o'clock, we've got Beyond Milk and Honey. I have the opportunity to speak to uh, a very interesting author of a cookbook in Israel who did something that I think you can only do in Israel. Uh, put out a cookbook of all different Jewish cultures, all of whom, of course, as you can imagine, have met in Israel over the last many decades. Uh, plus, uh, Aaron Leibowitz is going to join us. He is part of the um, Hashgacha Pratit organization trying to uh, bridge the gap between consumers and um, and food establishments and uh, try to and they're trying in a very sensitive way to fix some of the problems with the kosher's industry in Israel. I speak with him uh, this morning as well between 9 and 9.30. Or by Steve Berg on the topic of Jewish unity during Community Roundtable, happening at 9.30 this morning on our stream at jmnam.org. Then the repeat of the 9 at 9 with Jesse's Y conducted, plus he'll do the live lunch today. It's all coming up on our stream at jmnam.org. Make sure to leave it there all through the day. And, of course, use the NSN app. You get a chance to comment on anything that's happening on the home screen of the NSN app, which includes archives of all of our programming. So make sure to install that on your Android or iPhone, wherever the case may be. One thing we noticed last night, a lot more people have um, started following us on Instagram. Search Nahum Siegel, one word, on Instagram, and follow us. We didn't realize. Someone pointed it out to me last night that we're getting a tremendous following. We'll try to uh, post more stuff to the Instagram account. Again, search Nachum Siegel. Information about the tour to Israel in July when we're going to be broadcasting from Israel and you this time around could be part of it. An amazing uh, a journey to Israel put together by our friends at Keshet and Ariel Tours. Uh, you can check it out by uh, going to NachumSiegel.com. It's the first link on the right side of the homepage. First link, right side, homepage. You'll see a picture of me at Marata Machpelah. Check it out. I hope you could join us and uh, make... Part of your summer, a journey to Israel with us, uh, with JM and the AM. Uh, that's happening uh, starting the day after Tisha B'Av. And again, all the information, if you go to NahumSiegel.com, the link is at the top right, and we look forward to uh, the photo. Just cl- click on the photo, and we look forward to um, having you participate with us in an amazing journey to Israel. JM in the AM with showers today and a high temperature of 51. couple of notes. The American Friends of Beit Del Dinner is coming up Sunday night. Uh, Mike Huckabee is going to be the guest of honor. Um, and that's happening the uh, 7th of December, this Sunday night at the Marriott Marquis in New York City, Broadway and 46th Street. Information at 718-482-4134, 718-482-4134. If you're an empty nester... Nefesh Benefesh wants to hear from you. Nefesh Benefesh is having Aliyah planning workshops for empty nesters, how you can learn more about your future life in Israel in Bergen County this coming Sunday at 10 at the Crown Plaza Englewood and in Queens this coming Sunday at 7 p.m. at the Hilton, New York, JFK Airport. Register online, nbn.org.il. Again, that's nbn.org.il. And you can be part of a, uh, a really an amazing and incredible uh Experience making aliyahs an empty nester. They want to hear from you at Nefesh Benefesh. The Tarvadas Flatbush Shabbos is this coming Shabbos, uh, featuring Rabbi Yosef Savitsky, Rabbi Yisrael Belsky, Rabbi Moshe Wolfson, Rabbi Yisrael Reisman. An annual Malava Malka happening on Saturday night at 8 p.m. The Tarvadas Flatbush Shabbos information line is area code 718-941-8000, 718-941-8000. Tonight is the 50th anniversary of the Cantor's Minister's Guild of the U.S. and Canada. 
It's happening tonight at Congregation Sheves Aachen, the Flatbush Minion on Avenue H off of East, off of East 16th Street in Brooklyn. Uh, you can listen to a special selection of cantorial gems, test your knowledge, share your passion for Chazanus all tonight in Flatbush, 718-213-9046, 718-213-9046. The Fathers of Multiple Support Group, that's tonight in Brooklyn, uh, starting at 8 p.m. Marriage and multiples is the, uh, is the uh, topic, right? Moshe Mayor Weiss, marriage and multiples at Maimonides Hall, 49th Street in Brooklyn. Information at 718, excuse me, information. You want to, you want to email Mati Atlas, M-A-T-T-I dot Atlas at yahoo.com. M-A-T-T-I dot Atlas at yahoo.com. Fathers of Multiples takes place tonight. Want to wish a Mazal Tov to the Kasowski and Weinstein families. My cousins Lee and Steve, Yisraela and Moshe were married last night. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Reminder, Park East has their 10th annual benefit concert with Cantor's Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott and Yaakov Motzin. That happens the night of December the 13th at 8 p.m. at Park East Synagogue with the choir and everything you would expect. In New York City, information about the Health Got Motsin event for December the 13th, 212-737-6900, 212-737-6900. This much-talked-about brand-new CD entitled Zusha is next at JM in the AM.
There's another one from Zusha. This is uh, this seems to be the uh, the craze these days. These days, of course, means the last 72 hours or so. Uh, <laughs> Uh, something that the Jewish Action Magazine called Neo Hasidus. Zusha wrapping up a Wednesday at JM in the AM. <laughs> Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org as we continue to broadcast live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios here in Jersey City, New Jersey. Well, it's certainly been an interesting day. If Dr. Hershorn is tuned in, and I hope he is, he loves pointing out days where JM and the AM just runs the gamut of so many different things. And today, between Partners in Torah and Jerusalem with Beit Arot and some of the top singers in Jewish music, I think it was one of those days uh, where JM and the AM certainly proved its worth. So, Dr. Hershorn, make a note of it, because I know you'll be pointing it out to a lot of people at some point in the future. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Plenty more coming up on our stream at jmnam.org, including Beyond Milk and Honey, which starts a minute from now. Have a uh, fabulous Wednesday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.